0: This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum.
1: Welcome in, everybody. This is VEASAN Morning Daily Bets for Wednesday, October 18th. We move on to Game 3 of the ALCS. That's our game of the night tonight. We have a best bet for you as well. That's how we'll kick off the show before diving in to the Wednesday night college football card. Two different games on tap for some midweek CFB. I'm Ben Wilson in for Josh Applebaum on these Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It was a successful night for us last night. We'll try to follow that up with some more uh, winners here on the show tonight with the Philadelphia Phillies taking a 2-0 series lead over the Arizona Diamondbacks. That one ended up being easy 10-0 win for Aaron Nola and the Phils. It matches now both of the championship series we're watching in Major League Baseball. Each favorite right now in their current series lead two games to none, although in the case of Houston and Texas, It was the road team who won each of the first two games, and that is the spot we'll focus on tonight, our game of the night. 8.03 Eastern, Christian Javier and the Houston Astros against the long-awaited return of Max Scherzer and the Texas Rangers. There has not been hardly any movement, side or total, since this opened up yesterday after the conclusion. Uh, Actually, it was really uh, Sunday night uh, into early Monday after the conclusion of game two. And so now we flip this thing uh, I should say uh, Monday night into Tuesday. So we flipped the thing on now into Game Three, going to Texas. And after opening minus one thirty market wide after the announcement made by Manager Bruce Bochy, it's been pretty much two way action here. Rangers open minus one thirty. That is your consensus number right now. DraftKings minus one thirty. Most other books are at that exact same number. Couple books trading just a few cents lighter in the minus one twenty five to one twenty eight range. With Christian Javier and the Astros coming back, consensus plus 110 on the other side. If you like the dog, you can shop around, find them as high as plus 120. I'll focus on the total, though, for today. Total of nine. Most books are flat nine. Some are juiced slightly to the over at minus 115, but you can find some flat nines out there. And that'll be my play for game three. Going to go over the total of nine between Javier and the Astros and Scherzer and the Rangers. From the Scherzer piece, it's just possible to really have a good gauge on what we are getting out of Max Scherzer. Has not pitched in a real Major League Baseball game since September the 12th, so we're talking, uh, what, 36 days, basically, since his last real appearance. Pitched in a simulated game, Bruce Bochy told reporters he threw about 69 pitches in a simulated game last Wednesday. You would sort of figure, though, that the pitch count would likely be in that neighborhood, anywhere from 70 to 80 pitches for Scherzer. And so where is the rust level for Scherzer coming out? We know we have a lot of data that he is an intense gamer and a great postseason competitor. But keep in mind, he only faced Houston once since being traded midseason to the Texas Rangers. It was in his home ballpark, Globe Life Field in Arlington. And it did not go well. He only lasted three innings in the start, gave up seven earned runs on three homers against Houston. Not necessarily to say it's a bad matchup based on one start. There are so many factors that go into that, but not the daddy you'd want to see for a pitcher who has not thrown legitimate against legitimate competition in a regular season game since since September the twelfth. So you're talking about over a month layoff. I have real questions about his not only his effectiveness but just the longevity. We know it won't be overly deep. It would stun me to see Scherzer go more than five innings max in this game. And I expect the Houston Bats to, at some point, wake up. So far, just four runs combined through the first two games. And this is a Houston team that was, that was hitting at a ridiculous clip. I mean, you think about the overall team stats, over 280 over the first that ALDS postseason series uh, over the Minnesota Twins and hit 10 homers in the four games alone. So I expect the offense to pick up. On the other side, if there was ever a start that reflected what this 2023 season has been for Christian Javier, It was his ALDS start against the Minnesota Twins. Admittedly, a game I bet against the Astros, and I was dead wrong, but Javier went five innings, gave up just one hit, but walked five while striking out nine. Uh, He's just been a guy who's super erratic with the command. He's all over the strike zone and relies on uh, teams to be undisciplined at the plate. He got nine Ks against the Twins last time out, also walked five. And so when you look at a matchup like that against this lineup for Texas, that's just been absolutely red hot who hit over 290 with runners in scoring position combined between the first two rounds of the postseason, have been great in that regard to begin this series with 2-0 and 5-4 wins over the Astros, both of those coming in Houston. I have real concerns about Javier's effectiveness as well, and could see this being one of those games where after good pitching for the most part, outside of Framber Valdez for Houston in game two, on the starting pitching side, we see a lot of bullpens, and it comes early and often for both of these sides. So in a series that I, I sort of liked it to be an over series in general to begin with, we had a rock solid under in game one. Uh, game two was, was basically right on the number with nine runs being scored. We're at nine flat here. I do like this to be the game where we see runs scored. And so I will look at an over nine game three between the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. Uh, impossible for me to, despite how hot the Rangers have been seven and zero now in the postseason. Uh, it's still impossible for me to get there on a on laying a price here of minus 130 when we just have no idea uh, the effectiveness of Max Scherzer as a starter so over nine in Houston and Texas that is the player updated series price now Rangers up to minus 500 Astros four to one if you think they come back on the other side Phillies now minus a thousand plus 650 on the D back side both of those series two to nothing and remember with the format this year it's a two three two setup so Astros And Rangers, it'll be three straight now in Texas. Opportunity here for the Rangers to close this thing out without even having to go back to Houston for the rest of that series. When we come back, we'll take a look at the two games in the college football card for your Wednesday. A couple of intriguing spots in Conference USA. We'll talk about them next here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. We're back on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. It is Wednesday, October 18th, 2023, and we're taking a look at the two games on the Wednesday night card in college football. A good night for the underdogs on Tuesday. Two of the three dogs cover with one outright win. Jacksonville State was as high as eight in the market, closed seven and a half point consensus underdogs. They beat Western Kentucky outright. 20-17 20-17 to play we gave out. Gets there. South Alabama over 35.5 on the team total. 55-3 win over Southern Miss, covering his 18-point favorites. While Liberty wins but does not cover over Middle Tennessee, a 42-35 win. Liberty, as the Flames close, as a 16-point consensus favorite. I am interested in a dog for the Wednesday night card. I was burned like a whole lot of the betting folks in the market were last week. When I took FIU, if you remember, we were talking about the FIU-UTEP matchup, and that was a huge market movement in favor of Florida International. FIU was a dog. It opened, flipped to a favorite. Not only did that line flip to FIU being the favorite, but it went all the way up to three and then through the three. Very rare do you see that in college football but or in any football line movement for that matter, but FIU closes three-and-a-half-point favorites and then get blown out, lose the game outright against UTEP. The, the Miners had brought in a, a new quarterback, Cade McConnell, who was a fourth stringer, and uh, the guy might as well have been John Elway. I mean, he was amazing for UTEP, leaving folks to wonder, all right, where had this guy been all season? Third straight loss for FIU. What's interesting to me, though, and I always, I always like looking at teams where they got a lot of market support, a lot of respected money, was on a team one week, and then you have an opportunity to buy low the next week because they completely fell flat on their faces, got down in the game 21 nothing. Uh, which was uh, great for my bet. I'd given out FIU uh, first half last week, which was uh, which was a wrong side loser. But I like going back to teams like that that get respected support in the market, and you have an opportunity to buy low, and you're getting that chance now because FIU is a consensus five-point and some shops five-and-a-half point. DraftKings here is the market high at five-and-a-half. Five-and-a-half point underdog, admittedly on the road, but against a team in Sam Houston State who is in their first year in FBS is 0-6. And as one of the worst offenses in the country, barely over four yards of play and a team that has disappointed, especially on the offensive side at every turn, We're shut out earlier this year at BYU, scored seven points against Houston at three points in another game earlier this year. Certainly the competition has been a little bit better for Sam Houston, but man, are they doing zilch, nada on offense. The running game has just been abysmal, only about two and a half yards per carry Hard to establish much when you can't get anything going on the ground. And so while FIU, the numbers are ugly. Look, there's a reason why FIU is the dog here. I'm not saying the wrong team is favored. FIU in conference USA play as part of this three-game losing streak, allowing near seven yards of play. So the defense has been ugly. But an offense that's been very respectable, over five and a half yards per play, they definitely have the offensive edge in this game. And as a result, I, I like it to be, especially, too, in a very low totaled game. We're seeing 41 and a half is your consensus total. And again, we're talking about a 0-6 team in their first season in FBS laying over a field goal in a conference game. So let me buy low here. I I like the spot for FIU. I'll take 5.5 at DraftKings right now. That is the best number. Uh, You can find 5.5 at a couple shops, but this is trending towards 5. It would not surprise me if this thing continues to go even lower. Now We've seen the respected money here coming on the dog in FIU and also on the over. This has moved up two full points from the opener of 39 and a half now up to 41 and a half couple of books up to 42 that's my play in college football for tonight the other game of the night in the CFB slate it's New Mexico State at UTEP the aforementioned Miners, who uh, got off the the schneid against FBS teams were just one and five overall and head coach Dana Dimmel was on the hot seat great performance on the road against FIU as they win going away but the market is all on the New Mexico State side it was interesting to see for the second straight week here, Sam Houston get a big move in there, at least the, the, the market, at least liking where Sam Houston was at because the Bearcats got a big move in their favor last week. New Mexico State was only three-and-a-half-point home favorites against Sam Houston, and they went out and won the game comfortably, 27-13. Market again, uh, I should say market unlike last week, is now in favor of the Aggies from one-point opening favorites up to three-point favorites on the road. So money to the under as well from 49 and a half to 47 and a half. I would love to buy into this resurgence from UTEP with how good the quarterback Cade McConnell looked last week, but it's one data point. It's one game uh, hard to know now that he is a known commodity as the quarterback going forward, what you're really going to see out of a UTEP team that has been super up and down and volatile this year. So it's a stay away for me. Interesting to see how this game plays out with the market movement going towards New Mexico State on the side and towards the under on the total. Again, I'm Ben Wilson. This wraps up your Wednesday, October 18th edition of VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, your plays for tonight. We're going over nine in Astros-Rangers game three of the NLCS, and we will take five and a half with Florida International on the road against Sam Houston State. Josh Applebaum is back tomorrow. Best of luck with all your bets on this Wednesday. We'll talk to you on this podcast feed with Josh tomorrow morning.